Hey everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Here's the Deal, and I'm glad you're uh, joining me right now. I know a lot of you are actually listening on the podcast, and that's the best way to, uh, to listen. I know some of you are watching on the Facebook Live broadcast, whether you're watching it live or you're watching it at some other moment. The best way is to just go to your Apple um, podcast, you know, app, press it, open it up in the search bar, just put, you know, here's the deal with Rick Countryman and follow the program and you'll, you'll get all of the episodes and make sure that you leave a review on, um, on the podcast and rate it and all that stuff. It, it really is uh, helpful. So, um, got a lot of things I was thinking about talking about today. Uh, and you know, you spend time praying, you spend time thinking and going, man, God, in the short amount of time that I have, what is it that you want me to say? And man, I have a whiteboard and I've got all kinds of things written on it, topics that you've asked me to weigh in on. Some of them have to do with cultural things, things that are happening right now in our world today. Um, and I've talked about many of those things. I've talked about, you know, wearing masks or not wearing masks. I've talked about being vaccinated or not being vaccinated. I've talked about the Constitution and the Scriptures. There's a lot of uh, topics that I've covered. A lot of them are theological in nature. Um, Today, what I want to do is, is, this past week, for whatever reason, I had a number of guys, uh, a, a number of men, who kind of asked me the, the same question, just kind of differently, and that was, hey, Pastor Rick, can you tell me, you know, man, just kind of boil it down, is there, is, there a, is there a couple of things that I need to focus on? Are there some things that God really expects of me as uh, a man. And it was really interesting that I, all of a sudden, you know, just a number of guys were asking me this question. And so I wrote each of them and I sent them off something and, and they all basically said the same thing. And I want to share it with you today because whether you're a man or you're a woman, it doesn't matter. Um, these are things that you find in scripture that I believe, you know, these are things the Father wants from his, his children. And if you know Jesus Christ as your, you know, Savior, then you're one of his kids. And these are things that he would want for your life. And by the way, these are things that, that I would want for my own kids' life. I can't tell you how many times I have prayed these three things over my children's lives. These are things that I want my own kids to embrace and be passionate about. And so I'm going to give you just three things, okay? This isn't a comprehensive list of all the things, you know, that God wants from you. But these are certainly some pretty weighty things. And, um, and so I hope they're a blessing to you. And the, the, the first one is this, is that God wants you to grow in your likeness um, of Jesus. He wants you to become more like his son. And you know, one of the, the great scriptures that you, you find in all of the Bible is Romans chapter 8, verse 29, where God says, for those God 
foreknew. He also predestined those that he foreknew to be conformed to the likeness of his son. And it's really easy to, to see the word foreknew, those that God foreknew, and, and the word predestined. And, and man, there are these great theological doctrines based on those two words. And you miss what to me is probably the most important thing, and, and that's this. Yes, God foreknew people. Yes, He predestined people. But what, for what purpose? And that, He says, is to be conformed into the likeness of the Son. So He foreknew people. He predestined people. He knew, uh, if you were a believer, He knew you before you were ever conceived. He knew you. And his whole thought was, was that you would become more and more and more transformed into the image of his son. And that's something that God wants from all of his people. And by the way, I'm a parent. I want that for my children. I want them to continue to grow to be more like Jesus. And God wants you and I to grow and become more like Jesus. Jesus. I love what Paul says in Philippians chapter 3 where he says, but one thing I do, one thing, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, what is ahead, here it is, here's the one thing, I press on towards the goal. And the goal was Christ-likeness, to be more and more like Jesus. And so here we have the great apostle Paul, our brother in the Lord, who says, look, here's the thing, I'm going to forget what's, what's happened in my past, all the great things, the good things, the achievements. I'm going to forget about all the bad things, all the crummy things, all the sinful things. I'm going to forget it all. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to focus on one thing, and that is I want to be like Jesus. I want to be more and more like Jesus. And I think that that is a really... Um, those are good words for us also, that we would wake up every day and say, man, God, you foreknew me, you predestined me for a purpose. And that purpose is that I would be more like your son. And so the question you might wrestle around with, are you more like a son today than you were yesterday or last week or last month or last year or whatever it might be? And maybe another great question is, who notices it? Does your spouse notice that you have changed, that you've become more like Jesus? Do your kids notice it? Do your parents notice it? You know, do the people that you work with, do they notice that you've changed, that your life has been transformed more and more into the image of, of Jesus? Do, 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 do the people you play golf with, do they notice it? The people you play tennis with, do they notice it? Who notices the change in your life because there, there, there should be it might be your boyfriend it could be your girlfriend I don't know who it is but if you're a follower of Jesus God really wants his children to be more like his son and may that become maybe the one thing that you focus on maybe for the rest of your life okay Here, here's the second thing that I know that God wants from us and that is that God wants us to set our minds on biblical things. God wants us to set our minds on biblical things. And, and let me just tell you this, the more your mind is set on biblical things, the more you're going to accomplish the one thing. 
and that is becoming more and more like Jesus. Paul said this in Colossians chapter 3. He said, set your minds on things above, not earthly things. Man, and let me just tell you something. The Holy Scriptures, they're, 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 they're up there. And these are the kinds of things we're to set our minds on. He goes on to say in the same chapter of Colossians, he says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You can't miss this idea throughout the scriptures that God wants his people to have their minds on the word of God. That there's, that there's a power source in the Word of God. Jesus Himself said in Matthew chapter 4, man doesn't live on bread alone, right? But man lives on, on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I love what Paul says in Philippians chapter 4 where he says, Finally, brothers, finally, sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, worthy, think about those things or these things. Man, it is so obvious when you read through the Scriptures that God wants His people to have their minds on godly things, holy things. And let me tell you one of the reasons why it's important that you fill your minds with the Word of God, that you fill your minds with the great doctrines of, of the faith. Because Paul says this in Colossians 2. He says, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow, hollow and deceptive philosophies which depend on human traditions and the basic principles of this world rather than Christ. And, and here's the thing. We as believers can be taken captive, even though we're Christians. We can be taken captive by some hollow or deceptive philosophy. I'm amazed at how many believers out there are following some just weird, weird teachings. They call themselves a follower of Christ. They call themselves, you know, a, a, a disciple of the Lord, a person of the book, and yet they don't follow the teachings of the book. They're just led astray. And part of that is because they didn't let their minds be filled with the Word of God. And I'll just tell you, the more you fill your mind with the Word of God, the more you're going to be like Jesus. So let me ask you a question, okay? What do you fill your mind with throughout the day? What, what do you find yourself, you know, thinking about all the time? Is there ever a moment in your day where you at least listen to the Scriptures? Where somehow the Scriptures are filling your mind, your heart, your life? There needs to be. And man, I'll tell you what. Our church, Big Valley Grace, has an incredible devotional we're involved in right now, depending on when you're listening to this or watching this. And it's all about the topic of grace transformed, and it's phenomenal. And if you don't, you know, have it, you can go to our website at Big Valley Grace and download it. I know we're out of the books. I think we sold a thousand books. If you do have the book, get into the book every morning. Do the book, or just get a devotional and do a devotional every, you know, every day. On, on Wednesdays or whatever, make sure you listen to this podcast. I'm always encouraging you. I'm always doing my best to fill your mind with, with uh, you know, godly things. And so, 
That's the second thing that I know that God wants from you. Not only number one, He wants you to be more and more like His Son. He wants you to be more and more transformed into the image of Jesus. And number two, He wants you to get your mind on, on, on biblical things, right? On, on, on Scripture. And the last thing is this. That is that God wants you to be a blessing to other people. And like I said, these are three things that I hope for my own kids. I want all my kids to be more like Jesus, right? I want all my kids to fill their minds with God-honoring things. And I want my kids to live out their faith in such a way that they're a blessing to other people. And I'll just tell you, it's really easy to be a blessing to those that you, know, you love or you like people that you hang out with, people in your small group or your home group or people that you see at church on you know, Sunday morning or Saturday night or whatever it might be. But listen to what Jesus said in Luke chapter 6 and verse 27. He says, But to you who are willing to listen, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who hurt you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, offer the other cheek also. If someone demands your coat, also offer your shirt. Give to anyone who asks, and when things are taken away from you, don't try to get them back. Do to others as you would want them to do to you, whether they're people you like or you don't like. And he goes on and says this in verse 32. If you love only those who love you, why should you get any credit for that? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you get any credit? Even sinners do that much. And if you lend money only to those who can repay, you shouldn't get any credit. Even sinners will lend to other sinners for a full return. No, verse 35 says, Love your enemies, do good to them, lend to them without expecting to be repaid then your reward from heaven will be very great and you will truly be acting as children of the Most High. For He is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate just as your Heavenly Father is compassionate. Wow! Man, this is a hard truth, isn't it? Man, there's a lot of things in the Bible that are easy, that I love, that I like, that I embrace. But there are some things that God calls His children to that are very difficult, and this is one of them. You see, God wants us to be more and more like Jesus, right? And the only way we do that is we fill our minds with the Word of God, and then the more we're like Jesus, the more we have to be a blessing to others, especially those who we don't like, or maybe they don't like us. Because the bottom line is all of us were far away from Jesus, all of us. And yet here we have Jesus on a cross dying for the world even though nobody loved him, nobody cared for him. And God says, that's what I want you to do. I want you to be a blessing to others. I love what Paul says in Galatians 6. He says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. Right? Those that you like and you love and those that you don't like and you don't love. Especially to those that belong to the household or the family of believers. In other words, Paul's saying, look, obviously you need to love you know, the church. You need to love your brothers and sisters in the Lord. That's a no-brainer. But he says, hey, look, man, while you got the opportunity, right, influence others, care about others, do good to all people. 
And uh, so, so today I gave you three things that I know that our father wants from his children. And they're all things, if you're a parent like I am, that you want from your children, right? You want your children to be more like Jesus. And, and our Father in Heaven wants us to be more like Jesus. I, I want my kids to fill their minds with just the Word of God and, and good, holy, righteous things. And guess what? My Heavenly Father wants that for me too. And then last but not least, I want my kids to do good. I want my kids to be a blessing to those around them. I want the world to see their good deeds so that somehow those good deeds will glorify their Father in Heaven, right? That's Matthew chapter 5. And that's what our Heavenly Father wants from us too. So I hope today's uh, broadcast or podcast was a blessing to you. Remember, rate it on the podcast. I, I Go to the podcast. Get the podcast, okay? And rate it and leave a, you know, a review. Tell your friends about this. Make sure you hit share and all that. And I'll see you next Wednesday here at Here's the Deal with Rick Country. Okay, blessings, everybody.